is that okay? Can I get away with that, with, with everything that we've been talking about so far? I don't like JT Barrett. I don't like their downfield passing game or lack thereof. It's going to take Kevin Wilson a little bit of time, the new play caller in Columbus. Michigan lost everybody. They're good. They're well-coached. They're tough. They're physical. They're not ready to contend for a playoff berth. Wisconsin is kind of like Stanford playing up north. They're going to be a tough out, especially at home at Camp Randall, jump around. But they're not ready for prime time in terms of elite status. And Penn State is kind of, well, they were flashing the pan squad last year, who I really don't believe in until they do it consecutive seasons. I don't think the Big Ten's going to be elite. I don't think it's going to be very good. And I don't think you're going to see a team emerge from that conference with fewer than two losses. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Including Ohio State? Including Ohio State. Even though, I mean, kind of bring this back to them for a moment. Knowing uh, or believing what you just said, that the Big Ten is not going to be very good, outside of Ohio State, I believe that. I, I mean, I tend to agree with that. So, though, doesn't that, wouldn't that suggest that Ohio State has a better chance of, you know, dare I say, an undefeated type season? And it, but if they do, then we could be talking about a strength of schedule conversation again next year Mm -hmm. involving the Big Ten. Yeah. Penn State, think about it. Penn State saved the Big Ten last year. In a way, they sort of helped Ohio State in there because that was a that look that turned out to be a good loss for the for the Buckeyes. I, I I am remembering for the first time in a long time all of our conversations that we had before the playoff. Isn't it, that true though? It, it is true. Absolutely, it's true. I'll go back to what you were asking initially. They get Oklahoma at home, tough. They're at Nebraska. They blew them out by fifty nine last year. Probably a little different in Lincoln. They're at Iowa, which is one of those games you always circle. Iowa's really boring, but really fundamentally sound. And when they don't play some team from the FCS named North Dakota State, they're they're typically a pretty tough out on the road. They're at Michigan to end the year. So, I mean, I, you know, are they going to be favored in a lot of those games? Yes. Are they going to win all those games? No. I, I don't think so. And maybe Ohio State wins its division but loses in the Big Ten Championship. I, I don't think that that's going to be good enough to get into the playoff this year. Uh, and then Texas are pointing out right now from the 864 that Ohio State had problems on the offensive line last year, especially with pass protection. That's part of it. Uh, that's part of it. I would, I, no doubt I would agree with it there. I thought there was also a lack of creativity on offense at times. That was an issue too, which is one of the reasons they brought in Kevin Wilson. Ohio State's non-conference slate, Oklahoma at home, Army at home, UNLV at home. That is kind of blah-rific, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> Because they blitzed OU last year. And I guess they're going to be a favorite this year. I don't know, but the sick head of cabbage on the road. He's got something to prove. God, how long have JT Barrett and Baker Mayfield been playing college football? I'm tired of these guys. They're grandpas. This is their seventh meeting all time. I mean, seriously, it's got to be. It's got to be. You know, a, a side note, if the Big Ten plays out like we're suggesting, then that Oklahoma game is enormous. For Ohio State, is it not? Yes, just as it was last year, yes. Yeah, if you win that game... Because Oklahoma's overrated once again. Right, but if you win that game, then that's going to be every time someone throws up the Big Ten strength of schedule, you're going to have that yeah, but conversation. Yeah, but they beat Oklahoma. If you lose to Oklahoma, 
you you you've got what could be a a, a down schedule and a loss out of conference to Oklahoma. So with two teams we don't like, are we pulling for Oklahoma in that game just to shut Ohio State up for two seconds in the entire Big Ten conference? When you, I don't really care. It, it, those, I always answer those kind of questions with who would I rather play? My, who would I rather my team play? I mean, either one's fine. <laughs> We're such elitists here all of a sudden. It's, it's almost pathetic. I think... I'm pulling for Oklahoma to beat Ohio State because that could be a game that helps knock the Big Ten from its lofty college football playoff perch from which it sits in previous years. You never know how things are going to play out, but it could be the de facto elimination game for the Big Ten. I I don't know that it would, but you could look back at the end of the year and you you never know. But I could see that scenario playing out. Where you're like, okay, you got five power fives. One of them has to be left out. Well, the Big Ten is the one that gets left out. Dean Leggett joins us in about eight minutes from now. We said the same kind of things about the Big Ten last year, though. And you can't, we came down to who get, who should get in, Penn State or Ohio State. I mean, you had two that people thought, thought were worthy of Penn making Penn State them proved playoff. it's worth more than Ohio State with what we saw in their bowl games, I think. Uh, on the text line, 986-1566. Baker Mayfield and JT Barrett have played forever, says Riley Skinner. (laughs) (laughs) Riley Skinner emerged from third team, nobody that no other Division I team wanted in the country to ACC Player of the Year, leading Wake Forest to an ACC championship. And it seemed like he played forever after the fact, and he was a freshman when he did it. Very similar. Very similar. How did Jim Grobe do that? How did he work his magic with Wake Forest in the middle part of the last decade? Wake Forest won an ACC championship before Tommy Bowden and Clemson could ever dream of really getting there. Wake Forest did it. Wake Forest did it. Think about that. Remember, they used to drive us crazy. Dude, they're doing it up there at a basketball school where nobody even cares. They can't even sell out a 30,000-seat stadium. Riley Skinner. He's like going to Jacksonville State, and then Jim Grobe scoops him up. He's a third team starting preseason camp, anointed the starter, and then he leads Wake Forest to an ACC championship. It's wackiness. Malcolm Mitchell says hello, too. Yeah, Mitchell played forever at Georgia. (laughs) He played forever at Georgia. Uh, He definitely did. All right, we'll step aside. Our next break coming up right now. Dean Leggy, dogpost.com. For you Georgia fans, I invite you to stay tuned to listen. For you Clemson fans, I invite you to stay tuned as well. We'll have some fun with our good friend Dean Leggy. Talking some SEC, talking about them dogs. That's coming up next. You can be the spark. To bring light where there was dark. To leave an everlasting mark. To walk. To reflect. To run. To ride. To remember. And to bark. To create an inspiring landmark. To To complete complete the Cancer Survivors Survivors Park. Park. The Cancer Survivors Park is located in downtown Greenville between Falls Park and Cleveland Park. Be the spark. Give today and remember always at cancersurvivorspark.org. Millions and millions in government research goes into studying the link between live sports, jumbo wings, and cold beer. Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill of Central, home of jumbo wings, and their famous 9-ounce cheeseburger is where you want to be for any type of live sports action. With 18 TVs and a homemade menu, try their Tiger Tail Chicken Tenders. 
Tiger tails are great for boating and parties. So good you'll come back for more. Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill, open seven days a week, West Main Central. You know, Mother's Day is just around the corner. And when you're thinking about that perfect gift to give mom, here's an idea. Think about how thankless it is to be a mom. Think about how often you get to show her how much you appreciate what she's done for you throughout your life. The best way to do that is at Pro Flowers. Because when you send the 100 blooms for mom bouquet from Pro Flowers this Mother's Day, you'll make a real impression. It comes with a free glass vase for just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And if you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to premium and include gourmet chocolates for just $10 more. Now, you can choose the delivery date you want. Pro Flowers are guaranteed to arrive fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least a week or your money back. Moms love fresh flowers, and Pro Flowers makes it easy to send the perfect Mother's Day gift with this huge bouquet. The only way to get 100 blooms for mom with a free glass vase starting at $19.99 is to visit proflowers.com. Just click on the microphone in the top right corner and use my code OOB. That's proflowers.com and code OOB when you click on the mic. This stunning bouquet sells out fast, so order today. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. I invite you to come by our showroom at 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont to talk with us and let us show you how Metal Building Supply can help you with your building project. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch, go Tigers! If your business relies on dependable transportation from your medium and heavy-duty fleet trucks, then Advanced Maintenance should be your next call. Advanced Maintenance provides superior on-site maintenance that saves you precious time. Their free maintenance management program manages your fleet's usage and keeps track of all your service needs. So, you don't have to, and they even do box truck and trailer repair. Call the number that comes to you at 422-5787. That's 422-5787. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. Complete Nutrition. Phil Pot on WCCP. I think I got it, but just in case, tell me the whole thing again. I wasn't listening. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Second hour of the show continues. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Our second hour brought to you by Complete Nutrition. Online at completenutrition.com where they can help you shed those unwanted pounds. Feel fantastic. Keep those uh, unwanted pounds off this summer. Look great down at the beach. Three locations here in the upstate to serve you. Their products and uh, supplement specialists have got your back. They're going to recommend the right products to get you back in the game. East Blackstock Road in Spartanburg, Woodruff Road in Greenville, North Main Street in downtown Anderson, all their different weight loss systems. And there are multiple 
things that they can give you that they can uh, talk with you about to help get you uh, kick-started today. Do what we've done, the Prime Drive Energy Boost, the Man Core System, Shred Stack. Uptake is one of my new personal favorites. They've got products that are going to help you sleep better at night. It is our good friends at Complete Nutrition online at completenutrition.com. Now we go to our guest lines. <laughs> Welcome in our good friend, Dean Leggy, dogpost.com, the big dog down in Athens. And he joins us uh, right now. Dean, I uh, hope you're doing well. I trust that you are. Are you busy this time of year? What, what are things like at the post? Well, more recruiting, <clears throat> Roy, than almost anything else, which has been sort of the pattern in, in this time of the year, May, uh, forever here, for 17 years, ever since I've been covering Georgia. So, you know, they've wrapped up spring ball two weekends ago, whenever it was, mm -hmm. and uh, had a pretty good crowd. I was a little bit surprised by that. But um, this is this is not a busy time of the year, which is why I suspect you're calling me. Uh, we're not talking <laughs> about the playoffs, right? Well, I mean, we're not I, talking about the NBA playoffs. Isaiah Thomas last night was magnificent, 53 points. He's yeah. like my size, and he's going off, right? You're you're five nine. <laughs> I can't even sneak that one past you. You're you're, you're too sharp for me. <laughs> uh, oh, I wish I wish I had a little bit more size myself to get to the NBA level, but oh well. Let, let's Those days are gone. Right, right. No, I understand. Um, I, I did want to talk about the conclusion of, of spring practice and, and kind of what happened at uh, G Day because I don't, you know, you're. You're our leading authority that we bring on concerning Georgia athletics, and so you you've been down there. You were you were talking about it and previewing it with us uh, beforehand. What what did you like? What did you not like with the dogs this year in spring ball? Well, I think you're still looking at a lot of parts that are not all all, all going to be playing in the fall when you saw what they did this spring. I mean, it's specifically in the spring game, I mean, they just they didn't even run the ball at all. They didn't run Nick or Sony. I, I don't think those guys had a carry. They both had a catch out of the backfield. So it's just a little bit like it was in Georgia. Uh, I think, generally speaking, uh, people behind the scenes were optimistic about things and really downplayed uh, the offense's first-half performance in G-Day, which was not impressive on either end of the spectrum, number ones or number twos. Uh, but I think uh, that they are, if, if you gave Kirby um, truth serum, he would say, look, we need to get a couple more offensive linemen in here in the fall to make sure we know who we're going with. Because that's, that's the one spot that's better, but they still don't totally know, Roy, where they're going to go um, sort of at right guard and maybe even at right tackle. They've got three of the five offensive linemen. I think they know for sure who will start. And they'd probably be halfway comfortable with the other two starting who's starting right now. But they want to make sure that the junior college kid who came in uh, can do the job. And maybe one of these giant freshmen can come in and play right guard or, or Ben Cleveland can, can play better. So we'll, we'll just see. I, don't, I, think, I think they are optimistic, but I don't think that they were – uh, super eager about some of the things that happened in spring ball. What is your level of trust with Chubb and Michelle? I mean, will they be able to stay healthy? I know it's impossible to predict. Were, were they healthy in spring? And, and, and what's, I don't know, what's your thoughts and kind of where they are with everything? You know, neither of them. So Nick has gotten injured in two of the three years that he played 
and the one year he was injury-free, he was coming off of a major injury. I'm not sure Sony has had a full year where he's – because he didn't play every game in 16 because of the hand injury. So if you're asking me, are, are, are one or both of them going to get hurt, I would say the likelihood would be high, mainly because you're playing in this league. I mean, Todd was hurt in 13 and 14. Uh, and I don't think he played against someone in 12. So to some degree, this is just the way that it is in the league. But they have the good news, if, if you're worried about running back to Georgia, like if that's your concern, then they're going to be having a pretty good season because they have plenty of running backs. But the two sort of marquee guys, um, I think that they are going to use Sony in different ways Mm -hmm. than they have in the past. That is the one thing that I think is evident from spring ball that they did not show at G-Day. And then with Nick, um, the hope, I guess, is that he is better in 17 than he was in 16, although – I have to say, he was pretty good in 16 for sure at times. But that offensive line was so bad, Roy, that they just they just couldn't do anything. And uh, from Kirby's complaining at the beginning of spring ball, the offensive line certainly has gotten better because they were pushing around the defensive front pretty good. Uh, that slowed down as the spring went on, but it's pretty clear that they're supposed to be better, or at least they were for a time. You and I have had a lot of interesting conversations over the years with – uh, concerning Mark Richt and then the arrival of Kirby Smart and the differences between the two coaches and, and maybe how close Georgia's been some years and how far away it's been others. I, I'm curious to get your perspective as an insider and you, you're around the program a ton. How much has Kirby changed in his short tenure in Athens and how much has he changed things in terms of the program and how you guys get access and do things down there is is that been a, a significant difference let's say than the Rick era well there you have a couple of questions there first of all you're asking me how much has Kirby changed and I would argue he has changed none since he was in college even I mean the person that he was then the basic ethos of who he was uh, that's not different now I mean this guy's a hard-edged uh, guy and since he's gotten to Georgia, he has not relented on what he believes in and what he thinks the, you know the institution has to have. As it relates to the difference between Mark and Kirby in terms of media, it's uh, been different for sure, some good, some bad. I think that at the end of the day, what's changed over time versus when Tommy Bowden was there and you were there a lot more often at Clemson to what Dabo is like now, is the same with Kirby and Mark. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when you and I first started in the industry covering teams, it was just a different world. There weren't 16 independent Georgia publications covering Georgia. I mean, it just didn't exist. So every hanger-on around is there. And um, so it's just there's too many people that, sh- that are credentialed that should not be credentialed, which leads me to say that, there's a lot less professionalism and there's a lot less understanding of what, you know, sort of the way to act around people. It's gotten worse. But Mark got more, you know, he got a little bit more, um, he got less lenient as time went on. I think it wasn't, it's not so much the difference between Mark and Kirby so much as the difference between 2002, 2003, and 2016 and 17. It's just a different world. Now, Kirk, 
I'll, I'll give Kirby this too. I think that when he is asked a question, he essentially directly answers it, whereas mm-hmm. Mark just wasn't interested in that. He, Mark, you know, he just didn't like dealing with us in that sense at all. I, I think he. Well, I, I remember we, we would have Mark on this show when we had him on a couple of times, especially those years that Clemson and Georgia opened up against each other. We we bring mm-hmm. him on and. I would call you a couple of days in advance. I'm like, hey, I've got Coach coming on. Uh, give me like a question or two maybe that's going to soften or loosen him up a little bit because if you just started asking X's and O's or, you know, battles at certain positions, it, it was going to turn into just a complete snore fest, and, and a lot of times he wouldn't even yep. answer the question, right? I mean, that's how Mark Rick was. It, it was kind of mm-hmm. tough to get to know at times. It was impo- I mean, I love Mark. I, mean, I think he is an outstanding – Role model, a very good person. He didn't know my name. I mean, I covered the team for wow. seven years, and he literally didn't know my name. And he just was different. Um, I don't think I. You know, when I talked with Mike Bobo out there in Colorado, the time when I spoke with him a couple of years ago, I guess it's been now still. You know, his he said that Mark's philosophy was that he wanted to do it the right way he didn't want to owe anybody he didn't want to owe the president the ad the media he didn't i think he just he just was so guarded and kirby's guarded too now don't don't get me wrong but um it's just different and you know what man i mean far be it for me to judge i wouldn't want a lot of personal information about myself out there either and if it were my business which these are their businesses i get that Mm -hmm. but um they're they are they are they have that we are in a different world now than we were in the early 2000s something changed in the sec or somewhere around 2005 and six and then that was when urban came in and the Nick seven came in the league changed and ever since then there's very few coaches who are not deadly serious as head coaches in this league i mean uh just everywhere even kentucky you know so it's it's just a different beast than it used to be. I mean, Roy, George, I don't know what they will pass in a couple of weeks, but last year they passed a $124 million budget at Georgia for athletics. <clears throat> when I when I graduated um, from graduate school at Georgia, the, the, the athletic department budget at Georgia was, was $40 million. That was 2000 So in that time it's tripled or quadrupled. I mean, whatever, whatever the math is, I'll leave that math to you. So it's been significantly larger, and therefore I think the people who are dealing with these programs are significantly more serious about their jobs and protecting almost everything they can do. I I know at another SEC institution, uh, which I will not name, the head coach of that program specifically tells the people that they're recruiting not to talk to the media, period. Really? (laughs) So, Yeah. You're talking about prospects? I'm talking about prospects. And so the coach is telling them, hey, we're going to extend you a scholarship offer here. We want you to come here. Maybe you're committed here. Don't talk to the media. He's telling them that. And the parents and the people around the the prospect. And what's the reasoning there? Just to control the message that much more? Correct. Mm. Correct. And so this is the world that that we live in now. I mean, this is how big athletics has become, particularly in the region of the world that we live in, that they're trying to control the message, period. And so as a reporter, 
you know, if you want Kirby to aggravate you, just just sit there and 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 you know, and and sit in the press conferences all day long, and and that's the access that you're going to get. That's not reporting. That's not journalism. No, you have to go. Yeah. So part of the problem is the the media itself has become a little bit lazy, and not a little bit lazy, but has become rested on its laurels, and you know they well, think that the university should deliver to them the information. You got to go get it. And that's, that's the difference. Well, media is changing a, a lot, and I think we found that out uh, extensively yeah. here in the last week or so. You and I could probably talk about that on air and bore people to death for days on end, but right. certainly that's the case. Let me ask you this about Kirby Smart. Is he too much like Nick Saban, or is he trying too hard to be like Nick Saban, or are both of those statements or questions completely off base in your opinion? Well, it's a, uh, it's a line people draw because they assume that Kirby was so influenced by Nick that that's the way that Kirby became. Kirby was always that way. I mean, he just has always been the way he's been. And uh, if you knew him at that time, you know, he and I are about the same age. Uh, I, I, I do not consider him a friend of mine. I hardly know him. But I know plenty of people that do know him. And this is the way Kirby's always been. It's just that now he's the head coach at Georgia. And uh, if he had been the head coach at Tennessee or South Carolina, then he'd be the same way. And uh, I do think that it is at Georgia makes it sort of tougher to some degree for him uh, because he is – so one, one question that you asked me a second ago, I didn't answer I am interested to see if Kirby can bend the university's will towards – I mean, bend, he, if, he, if he can impose his will so much that he will bend the university and the institution and the, and the ethos that is Georgia the way that he wants to, I am a little bit skeptical that that will happen. And, um, you know – Georgia has been around for three-plus centuries, and I just don't know that he can bend the will the way that he probably feels like he has to in order to succeed the way that he really wants to there. That's that's the challenge. Um, but I would submit to you that someone with not quite the force of personality of Kirby and Dabo figured out how to bend Clemson towards what he thought it had to be mm-hmm. over time. And so it does just take one person, but I am always skeptical about these things. So we'll just see. So the comparisons to Nick Saban, in your opinion, he was like that even before getting that job at Bama as the defensive play caller. That that was kind of ingrained in his personality to begin with. He's got this hard edge that you mentioned. I, I, I just I've, I've talked to other reporters on that beat, and, and there's been some concern from what I've heard from them at times. Okay, is this guy going to restrict our access too much? And it sounds like maybe he's done that somewhat already. That's why I asked you that question. Yeah, well, that's a different question. I mean. Uh, restricting access is, uh, you know, what I would say to those folks is do the university and get the access. If you're so concerned about it, then just sue the athletic department. It's a public institution. You can make the argument. I don't have attorneys like that, but someone does, I'm sure. The Atlanta paper has that. ESPN has that. Uh, you know, there are people who can sue the institution and try to get more access. I, 
I, I, I would be, I would have my popcorn ready to watch that. I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily. I mean, I, I, I get it. You don't ever want your access slowed down or denied. But what I would also say to those guys is, uh, you know, there's other ways to report. It, it doesn't just have to be that you go out there for 20 minutes and and report what you see. I, I also have have quietly said to Georgia. Uh, do you really want to push this so far? I mean, is, do you want to sort of shut things down and make uh, downtown Athens where people report on Saturday nights? Mm-hmm. Or do you want people up in trees watching practice? Mm-hmm. You know? So this, this is a very, you know, Kirby's not stupid at all. And, uh, and I'm not arguing anyone is here, but this, they're not going to shut things down. They're, they will crowded as much as they can but there's other ways to report and i mean there's other ways to report and just watching jacob easton throw a football for 20 minutes is 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 not you know that's not the only way to report there's other ways to report and there have been for a very long time and you know you gotta you gotta work the edges man you you don't always have to be at practice to get the scoop I'm with you. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I would argue, in fact, that old school approach to reporting uh, will, will get you canned these days. If you're not creative, if you're not outside the box, mm-hmm. if you're not digging, then nobody cares about your stupid practice report. Nobody cares about your day-to-day coverage of the program. I mean, you you got to be on top of things. You've got to have an idea of what to do social media-wise. It's got to be neat. It's got to be different. It's got to be consistent. And if it's not all of the above, you're an afterthought, and nobody gives a crap. They'll just go to barstoolsports.com yeah. and find some kind of snark and get involved with that. I mean, that's that's where it is these days, right? I mean, that's how crazy it's well, gotten. Well, there's too much. There's too much snarkiness in the media right now to begin with. And then, by the way, do not take this as me taking it. Mean, I am a big time, you know, I am, the First Amendment matters more to me than any other amendment, big time, on church, media, all that stuff. So uh, this is not me railing against the media, media at all. I am a card-carrying member of the media for a long time, but we have become so used to, uh, being spoon-fed, I guess. I don't know, Roy, but people don't work anymore the way that we used to. Mm. And, and uh, everything's changed, and either you evolve or you die. And yeah. That goes for coaches. That goes for the media. And, and it's been challenging out there. I mean, Scout went through a bankruptcy. ESPN's laying people off left and right. I mean, it's, it's not easy out there. So you better come with the thunder. You better <laughs> know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you're at a, if you're at a practice and all you're doing is practice reports, and you're worried, and you're exclusively worried about Kirby, Nick, whoever, shutting down practice, and you want to fight that fight, what I would say to you is don't complain, just sue. That's it. I mean, that's all you got. The university is going to say that it's not your right to go out there and watch practice, and if if your argument is that it's a public institution and you should be able to sit there and watch the entire practice, don't just talk about it, sue them. I'm not making that fight. I don't have the money to do it, and you know I, I have better things to do than than that. But if if you're going to complain about it, then sue them, sue them, or don't talk about it. Yeah, 
Good stuff. Uh, we got to let you run. Appreciate the time. I, I knew we were going to talk about something outside of just what happened in spring ball. And um, I don't know. We got the rest of the summer. Roy, Georgia's fine. Just got to go win games. I mean, it's that simple. Got to win. Pretty much, they pretty much have got the parts, but we'll just see what happens here in the fall. They pretty much didn't like last year. I'm with you. Hey, great stuff as always. Uh, Be good. We'll talk with you soon, Dean. All right, brother. See you. Dean Leggett, dogpost.com. Check him out on Twitter, dog underscore post. Of course, if you're a Georgia fan, you know it's D-A-W-G, dog underscore post. Check out what's going on there, dogpost.com as well. More on that. And uh, we'll put a bow on that interview coming up in our next segment. Stay tuned. You've heard folks talk about the sauce at Joe's New York Pizza. I'm here to tell you it is the sauce that makes the lasagna so great. Believe me, I know lasagna, and Joe's New York Pizza lasagna is my favorite. Their homemade marinara sauce, beef, ricotta, and mozzarella cheese loaded with their special spices. The lasagna at Joe's New York Pizza, which comes with a salad and those famous garlic knots, is where it's at. Seneca or Clemson, make it Joe's New York Pizza for lasagna with the sauce. The good news, our business is growing. The bad news, we have to hire again. Uh, The searching. Where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. It's the final days of Mattress Firm's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's your last chance to save up to 70% off Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, Hampton and Rhodes, and others. We're liquidating every Tempur-Pedic and Sealy in stock to make room for the next generation of innovative sleep products. Only at your local Mattress Firm while supplies last. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii. Days means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. You know, only somebody with perfect comedic timing could produce this much energy in one shot. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. There was a lot of stuff said just casually there on the back end of that interview that... There was just some statements, some brief facts mentioned. For example, uh, the athletic budget at Georgia, Dean was referencing back in 2000, was about $40 million per year. Now they just you know passed the deal, the referendum, or approved the budget, whatever, that was $120 million, you know, some 15 years later. And, and like, it, the same kind of stuff's happening here at Clemson. I know Dean likes to talk about the SEC, but a lot, you know, the same stuff applies <laughs> almost nationwide, right? I mean, we, we love Dean for that. We do. We love him. It's great. Uh, but a, a lot of that is happening. Certainly, it's happened here. 
at, at Clemson. And, and one of the things that popped into my brain as he was saying that is, you know, is this going to continue? And the easy answer would be yes. People care so much about sports. We're spending more money. Everybody wants to win. Of course it will. But I think there are a lot of other notions out there screaming no right now. And and what he was talking about with, uh, you know, Scout going through bankruptcy or ESPN laying off employees. And, and Fox has gone through a ton of that recently as well. It's not as publicized because we don't watch it and consume it as much as what we do maybe at ESPN. But a, a lot of of sports entities have gone through this. And I think at the forefront, ESPN, the amount of cash that it has paid just for the rights to broadcast games, totaling more than a billion dollars per year for the NBA, billion dollars a year for the NFL, and these long-term deals, even with Major League Baseball, $700 million a year. In a sense, the company probably has overpaid for the rights to broadcast some of those sports. And so when some of these new deals come up, to kind of be auctioned off again or going, you know, to the highest bidder, I'm going to be very curious to see if the rights fees that were paid by any organization previously are exceeded in the next round. And I say that because to me, that's a precursor of a sort of a bubble being reached with this, right? If the NBA rights came up again, let's say five years from now and ESPN's current package was up there for for bidding again, would it still gain the one point X billion dollars per year required to to gain that new deal moving forward for the next five to ten years after that? I, I don't know that it will. And you could say, well, why is that important? Well, it's important because that's where a large chunk of change is filtering into the NBA. And that's one of the ways that that league is able to pay its players the enormous amount of money that it's currently paying them. I don't know if that's sustainable for the next 10 to 12 or 15 years. I think there's a lot of signs that indicate that there's a little bit of a bubble out there or maybe a big one, like what we've seen in other markets or other areas of life, whether it's real estate.com, whatever. I I think there's a lot of signs indicate, you know, we may not be at the ceiling, but the ceiling may not be as far away as what we thought, let's say four or five years ago. The ceiling is the roof. (laughs) says Mitch Trubisky, Michael Jordan, anybody from North Carolina. No, and so uh, you you follow what I'm saying a little bit on this. Okay, so there's that component of it, and then I'll tie that in with what we were talking about from a media perspective. How we get our information has changed because it's so readily available on social media we're not as compelled to watch certain things on television. I, in a weird way, I think we're watching less and less. Te- this is not an ESPN thing. It's a cable thing, but it's not even that. It's just a TV thing. We're changing how we watch television because a lot of times we're watching it on phones or devices or whatever, and those numbers are exploding by the day. And I don't know when they're going to top what we normally talk about with ratings and those kinds of things. And maybe that's a ways off. Maybe it isn't. But the average person is changing how we consume everything when it comes to media. So what we were talking about there with just day-to-day beat coverage, I'm not sure in today's world if that exists five or 10 years from now because it just starts to sound so boring. And I say that not because that's what I really think, but I say that because I, I don't know that people care about it the way that they used to. You're more interested in watching the Adobe Spark Netflix film produced by your local social media guy at Organization X 
than reading what people think or what a coach says about the position battle going on between the first and third team right guard. Like, we want creativity. We want information. We want it on our own terms. Ben, we're not patient enough to sit down and read a 1,000-word article on the Internet or in a, God forbid, a newspaper anymore to try to figure out what's going on. And in a weird way, there's less eyeballs, it sounds like, on those kinds of things. There's less eyeballs, it sounds like, on mainstream television. And there's more people just interested in seeing some kind of snark from what I used to deem a rogue website like Bleacher Report, which no longer is rogue, but may be more rogue now than what it was two years ago. It's kind of a complex thing to dissect. Or a, a website like Barstool Sports, which is just built on jabs and cutting down and snark. And it, it's entertaining. And like, I'm interested in it. Honestly, yeah. I am. It's like we're more interested in that now than what we used to be with the day-to-day practice report or what the coach says after practice because all that stuff's out there on social media anyways. I, I don't need to go to a website anymore to get that kind of intel. It's a lot of things I said right there. Where are you with all that? Generally, I, I'm with I'm with you you're, on this. You're with they me. are. I, I was telling you before the show, I can't remember the last time that I paid something online in order to get information. The reason for that is that it's simply free in too many places, um, and that's what that's largely largely what newspapers have been built around. Um, it's what. It was sort of the ESPN model for so long that it, it, we're all about giving you information. Right. The thing, the thing that I can't get for free now, and if you think about this, in a strange way, it's it's what this station has been built around for years. What I can't get for free any other place is your opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. People listen to us because of Roy's opinion and Walt's opinion and Quark and Kelly and Mickey and Zach. Wait a it, second. People want Quark's opinion? Okay, well, <laughs> yes. No, they do. Um, Love you, Quark. If, if you want a radio station that's just going to simply read headlines and and read box scores, I can tell you some that'll do that for you. <laughs> and, and, hey, they do a good job of it. They, could do, they do a good job of reading websites. Uh, you can find those in any market, including – I, I mean, you can you can find that in any market. But if you want somebody's opinion, then you tune in – you tune in here. If you want the funny side, the serious side, the the, the part of it you haven't thought about, then you, you turn into you tune into here. Uh-huh. And you know it's interesting that I hear a lot of people complaining about uh, about ESPN moving that direction, about shows being more point counterpoint kind of stuff. But yet that's the only thing that you can't get for free somewhere else. And and that's not for everybody. I get it. Some people are completely turned off for that by by that. I get that, but why would you pay to watch Sports Center and have them basically verbalize a box score to right, you right. when you can get you I mean I can do that on Twitter. I'm gonna take that a step further because this is beyond sports for a second. Abby and I had a conversation sitting in my house uh two days ago and we turned on the news. And love watching the news. They do a great job on the news. And they went through the first six or seven stories. And we're kind of looking at them like, man, I was like, I, 
I think I've seen those before. I've heard that before. And this was like the first version of the news, like five versions of the news that came out that day. And so we're sitting there talking and she was like, I, I've seen all of this. I know all of this. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, earlier today I was waiting for something. I was looking at my phone for an hour and I read all these stories on their Twitter site, which was also connected to their website. And so I know all the news. They're talking about the news here at five. But I knew all the news already because I had looked at it online, right. again, in a free space, on a free website, or on social media where in 140 characters you can kind of get the gist of a three-minute report on television. And I said, isn't that something? I said, wait a second. Think about what we're talking about here. In a weird way, we're thinking to ourselves, we really don't need to watch the news because we've been reading about the news all day whenever we have a free second by yes. staring at our phone. And she's like, yeah, but wait, how many people have enough time to stare at their phone for an hour every day? And I said, basically, the entire country. Maybe more than anything. Right, right. So we just kind of looked at each other. I was like, and, and it just occurred to me again, in how we consume things, it is changing. And, and, and listen, nobody has figured it out. No one has figured it out. Right. Like what, what the next step is. And this is sports related. This is just news related. It's just how we consume information related. Nobody has figured out what the next step is and how it's monetized and what it's going to look like even a year from now. And I'm fascinated by it. And I'm here to tell you, if there's any enterprising person out there that's smarter than me, there are billions of dollars to be made with apps, with new ideas, with how we in the future will consume these 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 bits of information, these news items, these things that are out there that we all want to know and figure out how to monetize it. There's a way to do it. Just nobody consistently has been able to figure it out just yet. And in sports... I think that's what ESPN's trying to do right now. Fox is trying to do right now. And with all the brain power that those organizations have, in little bits and pieces, they've done it, but nowhere to the extent of what I think will happen at some point when somebody finally does get it. We say, oh, it was so obvious. This is how it's going to be. There is a move towards digital, and that's kind of where it's going. But to go from where we are now to get there is still something I, I think that is unclear. I, I'm fascinated by this, but there's so many different angles you can take with it. Um, it is, it, it's it's changed sports. It's changed news cycles. It's changed everything about how we consume information. And generally, I like that. But there are consequences to that change yeah. and that I don't like. I, right. I do. I still like... I still like a paper newspaper, as crazy as that sounds. You're the only person I know that does. Uh, right or wrong, that's that's just how it is. But that market, especially, is getting just killed right now. It doesn't exist because it's, this is cha- because of these changes. It's the next blockbuster. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Hour two in the books. Hour three. Your phone calls. More college football after this. Stay tuned. Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Security Studio, keeping our home plate safe. We are WCCP. Clemson Greenville. 105.5. The Roar. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. 
You've worked hard all these years, and now you need someone to work hard for you on your retirement income and estate planning, investments, new insurance options, and much more. Let the independent financial advisors at Kiwi Financial Group develop a winning game plan for your future. They understand that each client is unique. It's your money. It's your future. Talk to the trusted professionals right here at Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson. Call them today at 654-5043. Go online to KiwiFG.com. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Are you thinking about seeing other people when it comes to your golf cart? Don't be scared to take the next step. CNR is here to help make that move to another cart by buying yours today. CNR has successfully helped many others go on to bigger and better things and is here for you as well. Visit CNR today to see how much you can get out of your old friend so you can find a better fit for you and your loved ones. CNR Golf Carts on 4028 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley. We buy carts. I'm Blake Smith. It's a frightening reality that medical errors are the third leading cause of death in America. This doesn't account for the thousands of other incidences of medical malpractice. However, you don't have to feel helpless and alone. We have the knowledge to help you. If you or a loved one have been injured, you have rights that need to be addressed and discussed. Call our firm, Parham Smith & Archenhold, for a free consultation at 864-242-9008. That's 864-242-9008. Since 1902, Carrier has been a leader in producing the most advanced heating and air systems in the world. For 25 years, Carolina Heating Services has been providing top quality heating and air conditioning services in the upstate. Today, the new Carrier Infinity Heating and Cooling System represents the best that both have to offer. For a limited time, Carolina Heating is giving away a free AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Services at 864-232-5684 for your free system. At Carolina Heating Service, comfort matters. They're dedicated to making sure your house, office, or business is comfortable any time of the year. Regular maintenance is the best way to prevent breakdowns, especially when the weather is at its worst. The trusted technicians at Carolina Heating Service can keep your system running smoothly. And what better way to stay comfortable than with this limited-time offer, a free carrier AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Service today, 864 232 